I knew a few Heathers, now I know a lot of Heathers. Let's get to know one more. Hey, Heather. Welcome to the Hey Heather podcast, where I attempt to interview and get to know as many of the world's Heathers and their stories as humanly possible. I'm your host, Heather Edwards. Today's Heather comes to us from Illinois. She describes herself as a left-handed Heather living in a right-handed world. She's a Scorpio through and through, who's obsessed with her French bulldog and Halloween. Today we talk all things tarot, because it's her stress reliever. Please welcome to the show, Heather Marshall. Hey, Heather, how are you? Hi, Heather. Great, Heather. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing great. Thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be a Heather. Right? You're also excited about Halloween, which is just around the corner. Yes, it is my favorite holiday ever. So we're going to have a very safe, COVID-safe Halloween party with few folks. Um, but I'm most excited about trick-or-treaters this year because last year we had snow and it was like oh wow, 23 degrees. And it was my first year in our home. I had lived in apartments the whole you know time of, in my adult life. So we didn't get trick-or-treaters. So finally, at my home, I'm most excited about trick-or-treaters. And we got like two. Oh, man. <laughs> so, and I had the king size candy bars ready. Oh, man. Like, we go all out. This is a very exciting Halloween for you. I know. It's supposed to be like 50 degrees, sunny. Nice. So I'm excited. I can't imagine trick or treating in snow. No, I know. There were some dedicated kids, well, and, <laughs> yeah. and parents driving them around. But right. yeah, it was a sad Halloween last year. So are you dressing up? Um, We are, yes. So my husband, myself, and our dog, Morty, will be uh, David S. Pumpkins and the uh, Beat Boys. (laughs) So, Oh, that's so great. Your dog's name is Morty? Yeah, technically his full name is Rigor Mortis. Oh, my goodness. Um, He's a French bulldog, and he sleeps with his, like, paws out. So uh, it kind of fits. That is adorable. (laughs) That's so cute. I've never heard a name like that before. (laughs) Yeah, that's so perfect. If you can't tell, we're a little, um, I guess, macabre in this house. That's okay. Yeah, that's great. That works. And you're in um, Illinois? Yeah, we're in the northwest suburbs of gotcha. Chicago. Okay. I can I can understand the snow. I'm in Maryland, so we don't get much snow. Okay. How is it right there? Like, how's weather now? It's 70 today, oh, so it's pretty I'm nice. so jealous. I'm so jealous. We get like two weeks of beautiful weather, and then it's just like winter forever. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. But you're originally from the West Coast, right? Yeah. Born in California. I've been, I swear, I think I've reached the point now where I've spent half of my life on each coast. So I was born in California. When I was nine, I moved to Maryland. And then in 2011, moved back to California for two years, then moved back to D.C. for two years, then back to California for three years. And now we've been back in Maryland for two years. So don't think we'll be moving anytime soon. Fingers crossed. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm 50 percent East Coast, 50 percent West Coast. (laughs) I've always wanted to move to the West. I'm born and raised in south suburbs of Chicago. Didn't move very far to the northwest suburbs, but um, eventually maybe Denver someday. Or Colorado in general. Yeah, so. it's really pretty out there, from what I hear. I've not been, but oh, you haven't been? Mm-mm. Oh nope. my gosh! There, like every little different area has just something so special to see because you can go to Estes Park and see the elk and all the snow and the mountains, and it's Aww. like gorgeous drive. Or you can go, you know, to Boulder and see those big, mm-hmm. you know, Redland Mountains. But um, we try to go every year, um, but COVID has kind of 
put a damper on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> you have actually been best friends with another Heather. I have, yes. Um, in fourth grade, I moved um, into a new house and went to a new school and met a girl um, named Katie. And we quickly became really good friends. I went over to her house uh, one day and I met her twin sister, Heather. Wow. Um, yeah. So we were in class together. And then the following year, Heather and I actually were in class together. Um, but she was born two months ahead of me. So she got to be the Heather in the group. And I was always called by my last name. So even when I got married um, two years ago, I still get called by my last name. So <laughs> they haven't changed it. Yeah. I think a that's a awkward. thing. That's definitely a thing with Heather's. Like if there was ever more than one, it's like somebody's getting called by their last yeah, name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's never like Heather, you know, last name initial. It's always, nope, you just get, you just get this one. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you know why you were named Heather? Is there any specific story there? Um, well, it's funny because I've been listening to the podcast you've put out so far and um, everyone mentions knowing a lot of Jennifers and mm -hmm. I was born in 88 and I think that's about the time when you know, the Heathers were either, you know, restarting to be named Heather or whatnot. Yep. Um, but my parents were going to actually name me Jennifer. So um, when I came out, my dad decided I don't want her to have a nickname. Um, no, sh you know, I don't want people to, to shorten it or anything. So it was a last minute decision. Let's call her Heather. Um, my middle name is Nicole. And uh, that's pretty much it. So I was going to be a Jennifer, which is funny. That is funny. Yeah, I've heard a couple other Heathers say their parents didn't want the name to be shortened or, or to be a nickname. So that's yeah. why they went with Heather, because you can't really like shorten it. You can't, but somehow my mother still does. What does she call you? Hear her screaming across the, the house, Heath, Heath. Yep. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I get Heath too. <laughs> <laughs> there was another um, conversation you were having about, um, I forget which episode it was, but uh, she was talking about how in other languages, it's really hard for people to say Heather. And I thought that was so funny because I lived, um, before I moved, I lived right by this Chinese restaurant that I was obsessed with. And I would call all the time. They knew who I was, how I, who I was. But uh, every time they asked her my name, it was so funny trying to explain Heather and she would try to repeat it and I'd have to spell out every single letter. So that was just so interesting to hear that that's true in, in other languages and cultures, Heather's not a thing. One of the things you wanted to talk about was sharing the importance of self-care and how that translates to your spiritual work. What kind of work do you do? Um, so this is just for fun. And by fun, I mean, it's my own, like I said, self-care. Um, but I read tarot. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I... I started reading for mostly just myself. Mm -hmm. I'm very much a skeptic. So I'm not, I haven't been, I guess, technically spiritual, or religious. I don't follow any certain religion or whatnot. But for some reason, when I started reading tarot, um, it, it was a deeper level than spiritual. It almost became a therapy. So um, I had in the past um, a very long relationship with just um, either abusive relationships or addictive relationships. Like addiction is very, very prevalent in my life. Um, and so at some point, I just decided I can't do this anymore. So I saw a therapist um, and she changed my life. It was amazing. I had originally went in there to, you know, fix a relationship. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no 
we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about you. What do you like to do? And when she asked me that question, I broke down crying because I didn't know what I like to do. Wow. I couldn't answer the question. I had like lost who I was. It was just work and then this person and making sure that I, you know, um, could take care of this person or that I was, you know, tiptoeing around their feelings and whatnot. So, you know, fast forward six months, she actually moved practices. And so I had to stop seeing her. But that year, I actually met my husband and I would never have, um, would never have ever considered him uh, in my life if it hadn't been for that. So I realized I had to keep continuing to work on myself. And, and by doing so, I, I found tarot. And um, it just, it, I, I see it as, I always tell people if I read for them, tarot is not a fortune. It is not your future. The cards guide you and they tell you a story and you always have the opportunity to change that path. So when we read, it really does become more of a therapeutic session. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, but it allows a very safe space and it almost kind of lets their guard down to even talking about very difficult things because it happens naturally if they're open to it when you read through the cards. So I love it. Um, I do it for myself uh, every Sunday. I have my spiritual days and um, I'll light my candles and I'll bring my crystals out. And uh, it's just, it's so healing. And I've had a lot of people, um, you know, the imposter syndrome when you yes. start to do something and you're just like, what am I doing? This is just like, you know, this is silly. And the more I was reading for people and the more they came back to me or, or you, they would start crying or they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so spot on. Or they'd follow up and be like, oh, this happened. I can't believe that. Or thank you for this advice. That imposter syndrome started to kind of go away. And I realized maybe this is truly like a gift. And I've noticed a lot of the your guests have been very empathic, you know, mm -hmm. whether they've realized it or not, like listening to them. Um, maybe it's just a Heather thing of just being, you know, uh, unique in that sense and being open to whatever it is gives you that gift. But um, I continue to work on that. And yeah, it's really exciting. It sounds exciting. I love that. I've never, I'm trying to think, I haven't really thought of tarot as being therapeutic, but I like that spin on it. Like, yeah. The way you explained it made so much sense to me. Yeah, because people are scared of it sometimes. You know, I, I have um, my husband was very, very religious, very Christian. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm the opposite. Uh, and so a lot of his friend groups um, are also very Christian and they would come over to the house and I would ask if they would like to be read. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. That's the devil's work. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. Um, I mean, we don't have Ouija boards in this house. I will never have one in this house. I don't practice witchery. Like it's not whatever. Um, so I think it's just, it's very important for me to get that out there to um, kind of get rid of that stigma and negativity of tarot. Because even if people scoff or turn their nose up at it, it is still a very powerful tool for people to open up and um, let their guard down, like I was saying before. And uh, I mean, my ideal job, um, I went to school for molecular and cellular biology, and I chose the wrong school. I, I went to U of I, and it was just too big for me. Uh, I wasn't engaged. All the teachers kind of set you up to fail, and they told you so. They're like, you know, this is a weed out class. Great. Probably about 1% of you will get to the end and become a doctor. 
That's motivating. So after hearing that for four years, yeah, you start to you start to say like, F this, excuse me. <laughs> but so at, at the end of four years, it was like, I don't want to do seven more years of med school and being told I can't do it. Um, so I got my sociology minor and um, decided I'm just going to go straight into the workforce and ended up in marketing. Great job. But I always think about going back for psychology and really truly getting a degree in therapy so mm-hmm. that I can merge the two and um, potentially you know, create a safe space where we can use tarot for those who are open to it um, with their spirituality, actually be able to help people through medicine and being certified. And then um, my husband is a massage therapist, a licensed massage therapist. So it's kind of like that mind, body, spirit um, type thing. So also a great quality to have in a husband. Yes. Yes. He he is a miracle worker. He cracked my neck one time and I literally felt two inches taller. It was insane. Wow. Yeah. He's really good at what he does. Um, he's also very empathic. He he tends to take in the energies from the people he massages, which can be a good and bad thing, but Yeah. But yeah, I really believe in it and it makes me happy and I would love to to help people in any way I can, you know. I love that. How did you find tarot? Um, It's funny. I found a box of tarot cards in my mom's closet when I was very little. And I immediately was drawn to them. Um, But I didn't know what they were and I didn't know how to use them. And then as I was getting older, I went to a medium, like a, a tarot reader for myself while I was going through all of that relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? I'll just go to a, a tarot reader. And she was pretty spot on. And then funny enough, my husband and I, on our first date, I took him to a tarot card reader. And he, like I said, was very Christian. And he was like, I don't know what this is, but I'll give it a shot. And the the woman told me, or she asked me, um, how do you feel about the man sitting outside of the room? And I'm like, I don't really know him. <laughs> so right, first date. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I try not to give too much information. I didn't say we were on a date mm-hmm. or anything. I just said, I don't really know him. Um, he seems great. And she's like, well, you two are going to get married. And this is our first date. And Um, I guess, you know, it took a while for my husband to tell me how his experience went because he kept it very close to him. But I guess she told him a lot of stuff about his relationships with his family that were very spot on. So then I started thinking like, well, I mean, if this has helped me through um, bad relationships and now good relationships, I'm just going to get started. And I um, started by listening to this tarot podcast. It's called the Biddy Tarot Podcast. And she's fabulous, really enlightening. And also she is very much about like, don't learn the cards. It's, you can't learn the book. It's very intuitive. And you're, you're just holding yourself back if you're just learning what the book is telling you. And mm-hmm. I very much found that to be true because I uh, use the Rider Weight deck. I don't know if you're familiar yep. with tarot. I have one of those. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it's the OG deck. Everyone uses yep. it. And I was having a lot of trouble because it's so busy and the illustrations, there's just so much to it. And it's very specific. Um, so I would always have to refer back to the book and it made me feel less confident. And then I uh, was at a bachelorette party actually this past June. And um, one of the girls had brought a tarot deck and that I had never seen before. And as she was reading for one of the girls, I came out and I was like, wow, those, those cards are beautiful. And she's reading from the book. 
And then I just started saying like, well, what do you notice here? And what do you see? Like, it was natural to just like kind of jump in. And I realized, okay, this is my deck. Like, it's very intuitive. The illustrations are very vague, but like calming. So, and I think that reading with this deck, others, like people that I read for have more of a um, connection to it as well. Instead mm-hmm. of just seeing a card, like, you know, the death card, they're like, oh, no, it, with the rider weight. And then that doesn't really exist in this one. So, yeah, all the artwork on ta- any tarot card deck, they're all so beautiful. Oh, I know. And intricate. And yeah, I think this is definitely a Heather thing. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> um, but if anyone's interested in the deck, just to, um, you know, if yeah. they're looking into tarot, I-, I randomly ran into it, but it's really helped me. It's the Osho Zen Tarot. Osho Zen Tarot. You can find it on Amazon. Comes with a nice little book. But yeah, I agree. I think it is a Heather thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you do any um, online readings? You say you do it every Sunday. Is that just for you personally? It is just for me personally. Um, I have not opened myself up to reading for anyone other than friends and family and myself at this point, just because like I said, I'm not I'm not licensed and I still am trying to get past that imposter theory. Um, And I would, I never charge for my readings. It's truly something that like actually energizes me. So if I'm having a bad day, I'll read for someone and it it gives me energy. You'll get there. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. It'll fade out. It'll totally fizzle out. I've seen a lot of people that do, um, they'll just jump on like an Instagram live and do like a general reading and just post it on their Instagram. So it's like, you're not charging anybody. It's not an appointment. It's just like, hey, I'm going to do a reading for everyone today. Check it out. So that might be something. Yeah. Oh, I love that too, because then I can do the reading for myself and, you know, not feel like I'm doing it for anyone. But yeah, and my readings tend, because they are to me a therapy, they tend to be quite long. So I don't think I've ever read for someone that's been like under 45 minutes. So (laughs) gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for letting me share it. Of course. Did I notice a pineapple tattoo on your arm? No, you know, everyone thinks it's a pineapple. It's an unfinished pine cone. Oh, okay. It's been unfinished for years. <laughs> gotcha. You so, just flashed like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's like the Hey Heather logo. You you were totally meant to be on the show. You have a pineapple. No, but I um have considered getting the pineapple because I've been reading up on it. Um, and it's just a symbol of invite, like being inviting in mm-hmm. a Hawaiian culture and whatnot. So the more I read up on it, the more I like the idea of like putting a pineapple on my front porch and letting people know everyone's welcome. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a pine cone. But I get that a lot. I love pine cones too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have this um, this big shelf out in our living room with a few of the pine cones that I've collected over the years. And it's funny because here in Maryland, like the pine cones are just like the little dinky, oh, yeah. you know, small. But since I've been like on the West Coast, I've hiked so much. And every time I would go, I would find like a bigger one and a bigger one. And I finally, it was, I was hiking Mount Diablo in California and the pine cone is like, it's like this big. A pineapple. (laughs) It's like the size of a pineapple, I swear. I love that. We have a ton of um, spruce trees in our backyard and uh, my dog always gets into the pine cones, but they're just covered in sap. Oh God. Um, So he's always got like, these little pine needles stuck to his poor little face because he's finding the pine cones. Aww. Our little Frenchie boy. Yeah, he's he. I'm obsessed with my dog. So. I bet. Yeah, same here. <laughs> They're so fun. Aww. How old is he? He is. He was born in June 2019, so he's about a year and Aww. five months, I believe. Oh, gosh, yeah. the best age. Yeah. 
I know. Um, and he's like a dog now, so he's trained very well and he doesn't chew things up. We can leave him alone. A lot of the horror stories you hear about Frenchies, he, he we luckily don't have oh, that's good. those traits. So. <laughs> yeah, even the the farting you hear so much about, yeah. we, we got lucky. He will belch right in your face, but really? um, he's very rude that way. Is he a but... snorer? <laughs> Does he snore? He does. He does snore. Um, and he air breaks. We call it air breaking where he'll like, he's learned how to breathe through his mouth instead of like snorting through his nose. So he'll go. <laughs> and his little motor, like his little, um, whatever those are called, uh, <laughs> motorboats around. And it's, it's our favorite that thing. That sounds adorable. <laughs> he oh, makes man. me laugh every single day. Oh, I did want to um, raise my hand for that Arctic uh, adventure, uh, whatever cruise that is, because I can uh, vehemently say I'm a huge cheese lover. So oh, not good. fake. Okay. And I would like to be one of the 12 Heathers that are invited to that Arctic adventure. Thank you for raising <laughs> your hand. See, yes. you're the first one to come forward. These are the people that get chosen for these types of I things. I had to take so advantage, have to... advantage of it. Good for you. Yeah. I will definitely let Ms. Heather Thorkelson know that we have a real cheese lover yes. volunteering for the trip. Yes. Yes. I, I did not want to forget to mention that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's so funny. I, yeah. I hope that happens one day. Even though I, I, I hate the cold and all that, like that would be an epic adventure to go on. I know. It reminds me of, um, have you seen 50 First Dates? Yes. Where she just walks out onto the boat and it's just like she's got this yes, parka on and very it's just gorgeous. Oh, uh, man. I would love to do that in the whale watching. That would be so awesome. Yes. But this will get big enough where you will have a giant community of all the Heathers. Fingers crossed. Yeah. It's so fun just to do anyway, but we're definitely getting more and more listens and follows and all that good stuff. And I've got a ton of Heathers that want to be interviewed. So the line's getting longer. So thank you for participating. What Heather wouldn't want to talk about themselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> also a Heather thing. Yes. Um, what is your your sign? Capricorn. Okay. You're a Capricorn. Okay. Born on Christmas. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, now, I know you ask a lot of um, daily questions on your Instagram, which I love, like, okay. you know, giving my two cents on. Um, but do you actually write all of the answers down? I'm so curious to see left hand versus right hand, introvert versus, you know, ambivert or extrovert. So I have... Like, no, I haven't dived in yet, but I was trying to do some research to see if there was an easier way to like pull that information. And apparently there's an app where you can download comments into a spreadsheet. So oh. I'm going to try and do that for those questions so I can have it right there and I can just sort it so I can be like, all right, 75% of Heathers are left-handed, you know, and, and actually have some stats to share. Yeah. I totally want to do, I have all the information and I'm like, how am I supposed to like dissect all of this? There's so yeah. many comments and questions, but yeah, all of that's coming. Still collecting every day, of course, but I definitely want to be able to put that information somewhere. Okay, cool. Because I'm, I'm staying tuned for all of that. I'm so okay, interested. <laughs> And all the patterns, like it's it's crazy um, seeing so many of the patterns, and that just might be a, a people thing, you know. Um, mm. But it's fun to think it's just for Heather's. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for being a, a listener and a guest and an Instagram follower. And of course, we have to keep in touch now. Yeah, I agree. Because you've been a guest. So any other questions, any other messages that you want to share? No. I mean, keep doing your thing, Heathers. Women are going to rule the world someday. And if you need help, 
sorting through any data, you let me know because I am an Excel master whiz. Oh, good. And... You're the second Heather to offer that to <laughs> yeah, me. I, I love data. I love doing it all. So if you ever need any help. Yeah, I love it, but I don't like doing yeah. it. So you, you might come in handy. <laughs> Perfect. But thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be in touch. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Bye, Heather. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe. You can also sign up to receive updates and other podcast news on our website, theheyheatherpodcast.com. Or follow us on Instagram at the Hey Heather Podcast. I knew a few Heathers, now I know a lot of Heathers. Let's get to know one more. Hey Heather.